Welcome to Spirituality Redefined. I'm your host, Emma Delray. Together, we will define what spirituality means to you by exploring different tools and avenues to create and sustain your connection to yourself and the universe. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Today, we are talking all about my spirituality. So it doesn't feel right to talk about how to help you with yours before I tell you all about mine and what mine means to me. So, hmm, where do I want to begin? I think that spirituality came out of nowhere for me. So I'm going to go back to my childhood and talk a little bit about religion. I know it's not the same, but I do think if we are raised within some sort of religion, that is our you know, that's our introduction to spirituality. And I was raised Catholic, not by any means strictly, not by any means was I put into Catholic school or anything, but we went to church and I went to Sunday school and I made it through my confirmation. So I had that influence and I never believed it. I never subscribed to it fully because I don't think my parents did. I know my parents didn't. Um, They were of the generation where, I don't know if this is a generational thing, but I know my grandparents were very religious and that influenced them. And then that's something they felt like they had to carry on with us. So that was my introduction. And yeah, I never believed into it. I was very afraid of death. I was very afraid of hell. I was very afraid of doing something wrong. And I wanted to follow all the rules. And I was a very strict rule follower. Still, I am a rule follower. (laughs) Certain rules. But that's a story for another day. I, you know, after my confirmation, so what was that? I was like in eighth grade. I didn't, I was at, I was at for high school, most of college. And then I went away to law school. And after a really hard period in my life, which if you've been following me for a while, I've talked about a lot, like, everything broke down. My relationship I was in at the time ended. Things just, it was it. It was time for me to stop running from my pain. And the way that came about was very much through the universe. Like something just opened up, some sort of channel, some sort of, I honestly don't know. I still to this day can't tell you exactly what happened because it was a spiritual experience and those usually don't farewell to human words but I was walking along the water when I lived in San Diego and I just need to take a minute and remember that I did that Ugh. okay we're back um when I was living in San Diego walking by my favorite spot by the water and listening to a podcast by Yoga Girl, so Rachel Brayton, and listening to that podcast, it wasn't even what she was saying, although it was super powerful. Something just shifted. I went home and I knew, and I remember writing in my journal, and I still have that journal, like nothing's the same. Something's changing. Something's shifting, and I don't know what it is. And it's like my consciousness got awoken. Whatever part of me was sleeping and in denial and didn't want to be here 
was very much activated and things, I had to make a lot of changes and I did. And I started to tap into my intuition and tap into myself. And for those of you who don't know my story prior to that, I was <laughs> a recovering pain addict. <laughs> Is that the words I want to use? Like I was so addicted to being in pain because it's all I had ever known from my childhood to my father passing to then re- terrible relationship after relationship and not wanting to feel the immensity of what I had always felt, which was tied into my childhood experiences. But also now that I'm thinking about it, it was very tied into just the discomfort of, of being in a human body. And that is something I, to this day, work with is... is I'm okay with being here now, but sometimes being human is really hard. And I know some of us feel that more than others. And that's a very astrological thing. Aquarius energy tends to feel that. Pisces energy tends to feel that. The further along the zodiac you go, the more the higher your level of discomfort becomes in the human body. I was in pain. I wasn't feeling my feelings. I was projecting my feelings onto everyone, to every relationship. I was really lost. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted from the world. I All I knew was the structures and constructs and what I saw from other people and what I thought would make me happy. And that's really what came crumbling down when the my consciousness started to shift. I realized I couldn't run anymore. I had to face my pain. I had to learn about myself and what drove me and what mattered to me and who I wanted to be in this world and also who I was meant to be in this world. And that began the journey or this journey, right? This spiritual journey. And I studied, I read, I learned, I connected to my intuition. I sat with myself in silence often. I learned about astrology. I learned about coaching. I learned about the chakra, like all the things, right? And I know that's why I'm so passionate about sharing this with you guys is because I really consumed it all. I have the tendency to learn about everything when I dive into a new topic. And although I didn't know at the time what I was diving into as spirituality, I was, and I was learning about all these different areas. I did my yoga teacher training. Like there is so much that I did to deepen my knowledge that I can't wait to share with all of you. So you don't have to (laughs) spend as much money or time as I did. And I regret nothing, right? Everything was totally on purpose and it's right time and worth every penny. But Part of what I want to give to you is taste of what I've experienced so you can learn from what didn't work for me and learn what does work for you. So I've journeyed through all of that and to where I'm at now, I'm still really trying to embody my spirituality. I was talking to a psychic about myself and I'll backtrack and this past six months um so from when you're listening to this right January 2020 the past six months I've really gone through some stuff I started having dreams I started remembering things from my childhood about myself that I hadn't before and I had shoved down about seeing things and hearing voices and being visited by people and 
knowing things. And over the past six months, I've started to uncover and do that work to really understand what that is and what that meant for myself and where that kind of comes from and understand my ability to talk to dead people, to understand my ability to see and know things. And now I'm really in the process of honing that, you know, not just allowing that to be something that happens to me and that I experience, but choosing to learn more about it so then I can choose if that's something I want to do in my work in the world. And I already know that it is. And I saw a psychic a few months ago and she cut through my bullshit. I, every astrologer I've seen, every uh, medium, every anyone who is deep into the spiritual world has said to me, what do you do? You're a healer, aren't you? And I've always, for the most part, shied away from that. And it is something I'm really stepping into. And this psychic that I saw, she said it and it it was just time. The timing, right? Divine timing. It was just time for me to stop hiding, to stop pretending that those things weren't true, to start owning that, to start diving into my intuition in a new way, into my psychic abilities into the mediumship and her and I were having a conversation later on after that initial session about I have to be more spiritual (laughs) funny right what I'm talking to you guys about and that I have some work to do but it's it's something I'm working on because my intention is to be grounded I want to be rooted I want to be spiritual but I also want to be relatable I don't want to be so far off into the spiritual world that this is something you can't resonate with if you're not there, right? If you don't, if you didn't wake up to people talking to you in the middle of the night, I don't want you to feel like you can't relate to me because at the end of the day, as much as I'm a spiritual being, I'm a human. I had lived a very, who recording this on the full moon, and feeling very emotional. I lived a very human experience. I live a very human experience, right? I talked before about struggling with being in a body and part of my lesson here, as much as it is to be spiritual and bring my work to the world and show people what it means to live a spiritual life and define it for themselves. I'm also here to learn how to be a fucking human being and have feelings and struggle and have fun and have pleasure and just be here and do very human things that maybe aren't spiritual, which is why, again, I feel so called to share this. I thought being spiritual for so long meant I had to be vegan. I had to do yoga every day. I had to meditate for an hour every day. I had to use crystals. And the funny thing, and I'll get there in this episode, I do all those things. But I also thought it meant I couldn't watch TV or I couldn't drink alcohol or I couldn't do this or I couldn't do that. And the thing is, spirituality is whatever you want it to be. And I'm unlearning that and I'm learning how to be a human. That's something I've been feeling so much of is I can do both. And that is why I think that psychic picked up on me the need to be more spiritual because I am a little resistant at times to fully owning that power Because I know if I stepped into it, I would be an airy, fairy, floaty human. And I don't want to do that, right? I want to be grounded and relatable 
and not just for you to be like to relate to me, but to be able to relate to the world. I had moments during my spiritual journey where I felt like I couldn't relate to people, where I felt like I couldn't understand what was going on with others and that I thought I was above them. And I don't want to feel that way again. I don't want to feel like I'm better than someone because I know who I am. I just did a live on this on my Facebook page and was talking about the energy of this full moon, which once this is released will be a few weeks back. But you know, those of us who do the work who are who some people would label as conscious or the light workers or awaken or chosen, whatever word you want to use, to me it's not about any of those labels. And it's not good or bad to be chosen, awaken, conscious, whatever you want to label it. The difference is I am someone who chooses to live my life as my true self, as much as I can. My work is always to step into my truth and to be myself. It's quite literally, I don't know why quite literally, it is tattooed on my body, be you. That is what I choose. And I think that's what we're all trying to choose. We just get lost along the way and we choose things that aren't true to ourselves. And it's not about people being good or bad or people being right or wrong. It's about what works for someone and what doesn't work for someone. And what that really boils down to is there's people in this world who know who they are and they're in their truth and they're in their soul and they're being their authentic selves. And then there's people who are still figuring it out. It's not that they're not, they're just trying and they're working through that process. And I know I've been there. I wasn't always this way. I wasn't always my true self. I had to walk my journey to uncover who I really was and what I'm really here for. And part of that, again, going back, is that super spiritual being. But I'm also here to be a human and not detach, not float off. I have that gift and I have that ability. Like if I wanted to just meditate all day and not feel my feelings, I could do it. I can and I've lived in that space And really the best space I've ever lived in is the one I'm in now, which is doing both, being grounded, being human, having ways to take a break from all the spirituality because sometimes that it feels like too much. It is too much for me at times to always be in this space and it's my work. So I do it most of the day, all day, every day. It's my life too. It's who I am as a person and having outlets for myself where... I can just be a human who lays on the couch and watches TV and eats a pizza and drinks a beer if I want to. I sound so, so human when I say that, right? And not having judgment for that, which is what I almost went into like, wow, you're that person. And there is no that person. There's just who you are and who you're not. And we have to own both parts of ourselves, the human and the spiritual. And I'm going into a very weird tangent, but- It's all related, right? So my spirituality now, what does that look like? I'm going to kind of run through a day in my life. I wake up and I meditate. First thing I do is meditate. I connect. I go up into my spiritual room, which I can maybe talk about in another episode. And I, yeah, I meditate. I call in my spirit guides. I call in my team. I call in my archangels, not mine. They're all of our archangels, but I call them in and I meditate for about 20 minutes. And then I start to do my morning practice. I use the Desire Map Planner by Danielle Laporte. I use that. I do my journaling. I speak some gratitude and abundance out loud. I think about what I want to release and what I want to call in. 
And then I begin my day. And I usually give myself some space before I go into work, right? Answering messages, doing lives, writing content, meeting with clients, whatever it may be for that day. I give myself some space. And then midway through the day, I take my lunch break (laughs) and I do another meditation. And in that second meditation, I bring in some other sort of tools like dream weaving, which we'll talk about on an episode, Um, or visualization. In the morning, I'm just waking up. In the middle of the day, I'm really tapping into what I want to create, what I want to call in through a certain type of tool in meditation. And y'all, like, those are the fundamentals, but spirituality can be defined by so many things. I have a consistent movement practice, whether that's bar or yoga or walking. Those are my big three. Whether I use essential oils, yeah, sometimes I do. Crystals, my house is full of them. Oracle cards, tarot cards, hell yeah. Do I eat mostly vegan? Yeah. And I want to, what I want to say about those things, and I will talk about so much because this is the basis of the podcast, is like I use basically all the typical woo woo new age tools. Because when I was embarking on my spiritual journey, that's what I saw everyone else doing. But I also want to say I've learned what's worked for me. I've learned what actually works. Like, I fucking love crystals. I love having them around me. They feel really good to me. Oils, I was into for a while, but they're not my jam so much anymore. I like plants a lot. (laughs) Like, that's very spiritual to me. I used to be a writer and now that's not. And a big thing other than within my business and my work, I don't really write personally anymore. I used to write every day pages upon pages upon pages. And what works for you in one season of life will change. Right now, that strong meditation practice for me is my glue and my movement practice. That's really my glue. Everything else is just kind of extra. And at any moment, I don't have to meditate in the way that I do. I choose to because it feels good and it's good practice for me. Mm, Something I do want to go back and add to is um, before I start any meditation practice or start my day, even if I don't get a chance to meditate because I'm human and sometimes it doesn't happen every day, is self-protection. So it's a form of visualization where I'm just envisioning myself in a bubble protected by white light. And again, we can dive more into like meditation, how I meditate, what I do, my spiritual room that I've mentioned in another episode. But the protection, if you're, I don't even want to say spiritual. If you're in this world, you need protection. You need, and it's not like from bad things, although it will protect you from that. It's just keeping your energy within your body so you're not pouring fully out into other people and they're taking what's yours. Again, definitely another episode. We're going to talk about energy management, energy usages, energy stealing, et cetera, et cetera. There's so much we're going to talk about and I'm so excited to really be embarking on this journey. Back to the meditation. I think that it is so simple to connect with the divine. So yes, I do my meditation and yes, I have my movement practice, but simple things like going and being in nature that I'm, I'm, I'm tapped in asking to be tapped in. I get tapped in setting the intention to be tapped in. I get tapped into that energy. You can always do more, right? A a meditation practice, a movement practice, crystals, essential oils. I have zillions of things written down, not in front of me that we could 
list off as spiritual practices and tools. But the biggest thing is knowing that you have the choice to connect and you can tap into it at any time, any moment, (sighs) wishing to be connected, wishing to feel aligned into your true self, you can ask for that. Ask spirit, God, universe, whatever resonates with you to show you, to bring into your body the feeling of the feeling of your true self. That's my spirituality. That's my spiritual relationship. That's my, yeah, that's the gist of it. I want to now kind of turn to, I think I mentioned it in one of the first two episodes, giving you some prompts, but really thinking about what it means to you. What does it mean to be spiritual? What tools do you use in your day-to-day life? And I I clarified that I use all the new age, woo-woo, hippie, whatever words you want to use, tools. Anything can be spiritual, which is going back to what I said about connection. You can connect so simply. Any tool can be spiritual. Like recording this podcast right now, speaking to you guys, that's a spiritual experience. It's a spiritual experience for me. If you're tapped into your true self, What you're doing is a spiritual experience and what you're using is a spiritual tool. So setting that intention, and I'm going to do a whole episode about the power of setting an intention and that being your basis for a spiritual practice. Like if you only learn one thing here and want to take on one tool, let it be um, (laughs) intention setting. So set an intention, set an intention for what you want to get out of something. It will change your life and we'll talk more about it. But anything can be a tool. Lighting a candle, staring into it, tool. Reading a book, tool. Using cards, tool. Drinking a cup of tea, tool. (laughs) Saying the word tool over and over sounds funny. Cooking dinner, tool. Anything that taps you into your true self, which is what the essence of all of our spiritualities are, although they're different, right? That's why our relationships get to be different because our essences are different. Our souls are different. We crave different things. We all crave love and connections as humans, but our souls want and love and do different work in the world and that's okay. But you're gonna need different tools than I'm gonna need. And again, different seasons of life, different tools. And Working on being non-judgmental about that, letting that be okay. I know when I was newer on my journey, it was very judgmental. This doesn't work for me. That's bad. I'm not spiritual because I don't do everything that could make me spiritual. That's working exhausting. <laughs> Watching The Good Place and in The Good Place, they can't curse. So that's where the forking is coming from. It's exhausting, exhausting to try and do all the things. And that's why we're here to talk about all the things But to know, like always know when I am prompting you and guiding you and sharing with you, take what works and leave the rest. Like, and if it's nothing, leave it. That's fine. Share that with me too, but take what works for you. And it can look super unspiritual. Like I will say it, drinking a beer, having a glass of wine, smoking weed, That can be a spiritual experience. And we'll talk about this on our intention episode. Like if you set the intention to do whatever it may be, drink a beer and (laughs) I feel like such a, like I feel like I need to be wearing a backwards baseball cap and like have my hands in my pants, like grabbing my junk or something while I say that. Like there's just conjuring up a very specific image. 
<laughs> I hope you understand what I mean by that. But if you set the intention that that's going to connect you to God, okay, girl, that, if that works for you, do it. There are other ramifications of certain practices. And I've learned that. I know for me, certain drinks make me feel a certain type of way the next day. I know gluten doesn't work in my body and I have to be okay with that. That's my that's mine, right? That's mine and yours might be different, but anything could be spiritual. There are certain things that are going, going to have side effects, but everything has side effects. That's actually something I learned from watching The Good Place. Like for every good action we do, for everything we take, there are bad implications, right? There are bad things that happen. Um, an example they actually use in that show, you know, okay, bought the organic or bought, bought flowers at the store to give to someone as a nice gesture. But those flowers were grown in bad chemicals and then those chemicals had a bad effect on the earth and that sped up global warming. Obviously, that's not a huge impact, but then that correlated to their ability to get into the good place. And no one was ever getting into the good place because there was always ramifications for their actions. And if you haven't watched The Good Place, it's it's very, very entertaining, but also so true about life, which is how why that's relevant right now. And The Good Place being a, a heaven of sorts, but nobody was getting in because every good action does have some sort of consequence, right? Especially when we think about things like that and the way things impact the environment, but that is not the point, <laughs> what I was trying to go with that is like, you can drink a beer and make that spiritual, but that may not be the best thing for your body. You could watch TV, but you are then being subject to what that program is telling you. And that may not be good for you. I'm a very sensitive person and I will own that. I'm very susceptible to messaging, to drugs and alcohol, <laughs> to physical pain in my body. I'm, sen I'm a sensitive one, right? I'm a Pisces rising I have Saturn conjunct my ascendant. If you don't know astrology, that's okay. Come learn it with me. But that makes me a very, very physically sensitive person. And I've learned to be okay with that. But I've also learned to not deprive myself from things because they may not feel great. I just make smart choices. And I know the consequences of my actions. So knowing that too. And that goes for the stuff that is spiritual too, right? crystals, right? There's, I'm sure there's people who believe that, you know, using crystals, you're taking that from the earth or you're messing with earth, you're messing with nature. Same thing goes for like plants or taking a plant or growing things. Like there's always ramifications. And I know that might sound crazy, but I mean, whoever said this, I'm going to say it in Hamilton form. Like every action has an e equal opposite reaction. That's, it's coming from Hamilton. I'm, I have very many interests that are all weird and will all come through in this podcast. But yes, every action has, I know Hamilton was not the one that said that, but it's quoted on Hamilton. <laughs> Side note, every action has an equal opposite reaction. And sometimes those equal opposite reactions aren't good, right? And that's okay. But knowing the ramifications of your actions or being aware of them, knowing, yeah, we can talk about that. That can be a whole episode, right? That can be a whole episode about the choices that we make, the tools we use, and what the other 
things that can happen are. And I'm going to leave you with one more example about this just to really tie it into what we would think of more spiritual tools. I was reading a book and this um, psychic gave an example about you know, a, car, a card, a friend who came in and saw his tarot cards and started playing with them. And she was making fun of it and pulled cards for herself. And then he read those cards to her with her permission. And they were true. What, what he saw became true. And what he said to her was, don't mess with what you don't understand. And I think sometimes that is what happens when we step into the spiritual tools is we don't understand their power and we get overwhelmed or we don't really know. That's why I'm so passionate about astrology because I think we think of it as funny memes and horoscopes and this really light human energy, but it has this deep, powerful spiritual connection. And don't mess with what you don't understand, whatever that may be. I think that's a beautiful idea. I don't, that's not something to scare you, but when you take something on as part of your life, as part of your practice, know what you're getting into. And that's my that's myself. Like I like to study every angle. I like to know all the information. I love to go deep with things. But at least know enough to speak powerfully on it and to know why you want this, why you're called to this, right? Even if you don't know everything about it, know why you want to choose this as part of your life and part of your practice, because that will change it, right? That will allow you to set the intention and start to step into that energy and learn about the spirituality of the tool for yourself. So that's my spirituality and many other thoughts about <laughs> life and spirituality and my TV show and musical interest. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening. And share this, share this on your social media, share it with your friends, share it with anyone who you think would benefit from it. Don't keep it to yourself, you know, share the goodness because that's what we're here to do. And spreading the word can really help a ton of people. So share it with who you feel called. Okay, I will see you soon. Bye guys.